Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah, you may be seated in His presence. Now, let's proceed to the message of today. I'm speaking on the subject, All men and all things are not equal. Part 6. Say that with me. All men and all things are not equal. If you will, please turn your Bible with me to 1 Samuel chapter 2. I'll read from verse 1 to 10. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 1 to 10. <laughs> Before I read, someone said to me, uh, 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 Pastor, uh, how about this 16 presidency thing? I said, how about it? He said, uh, are you really serious? I said, what do you think? <laughs> and I said to him, do you have my mother's book, The Woman Who Saw the Future? Valuable lessons my mother taught me. He said, yes, I said, open to page 85. I wrote it as I was descending Abuja, and I went to the president and showed him, you are number 15, I'm number 16. It's an open secret. Do you understand me? Uh, supposing it does not work, that's your opinion. When it works, I will invite you to the table. You think at this stage I'll be denying things I said? It's mischief makers that took it from one year, seven months, and then there was publication in uh, the Tribune on Saturday, and then they circulated the thing on Sunday. Even Baba Kabia is He said, ah, ah, the great pastor. You made this declaration. I don't know anything about it. I said, Baba, it's not true. He said, but you said it on Sunday in your church. I said, Sunday when? Bye bye to Jagba Jagba. Bye bye to Rigby Rigby. Ninu Ayemu. Bye bye to Jagba. Ninu Ayemu. As I was taking my bath, do you have time for me this morning? As I was taking my bath, I remember one of the old songs. I think it was by Ike Dairo. I sing leologinio, ile dile kute. I sing leologinio, ile dile kute. Ologinita jodemo vio, ekute ile paramo. Ologinita jodemo vio, ekute ile paramo. Binaba waleo, okonkuwa para. Binaba waleo, okonkuwa para. You don't know the song. Many of you are not born then. <laughs> okay. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 1 to 10. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. Is anybody smiling today? (laughs) 
tell your neighbor who have the last love. Why? He that seated in heaven shall have. And he's not only sitting there, we are seated with him in heavenly places, far above principalities and power. The VP of Shibajo will have the last love. You, you, you think I'm stupid? Except he has violated his oath. If he hasn't, this will be stepping stone to greater heights for him. In the name of Jesus Christ. Go and look for accomplices elsewhere. Minus me. No one is holy like the Lord. For there is none besides you. Nor is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge. And by, his, by him actions are weighed. I wish God only weighs actions. That's for those in the outer court. Those in the holy place. No, he begins to weigh your thoughts. Because they produce your actions. Oh God, if they can remove him now, it will be my turn. Idiot. Go and ask those in, 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 in multiple marriages. But the husband would tell the wife, you are the only coconut in my locker. Until you bring another coconut into the house. And tell the coconut the same thing. And coconut will begin to knock coconut. The bows of the mighty men are broken, and those who stumbled are guarded with strength. Those who are full have hired themselves out for bread, and the hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren has born seven, and she who has many children has become feeble. This was a final nail on the coffin of, of Penina. And her sons and daughters, that you do not remember anything about them anymore. Because Penina provoked Anna saw until she pushed her to her God. Let all these circumstances push you to your God. Because he's a warrior. He's a man of war. When he shows up, he's not going to take sides. He's going to take over. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord kills. Two people are looking for you to kill this money. The Lord wants to kill you, but if he does, he will raise you up. And the devil wants to kill you and take you to hell. His own motto, mission statement is to kill, to steal, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But the Lord also kills. Moses died according to the word of the Lord. If the word of the Lord kills you, his word will raise you. Can I hear amen? amen? The Lord wants to kill the old man and bring the new to life. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. It is Christ who lives in me. The life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I will never frustrate the grace of God in my life. Can I hear amen? amen. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor. Hello? I can't hear you. Poor man, I can't hear you. Now, now God made me. I did poor, but now God made me. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. Make your choice. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust. And leaves a beggar from the hardship. If he wants them to remain in that situation of poverty, will he lift them up? Will he raise them up? And when he lifts them up, what does he do? To set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. Why? For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. And he has set the word upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints. But the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength. I can't hear you. For by strength, no man shall prevail. Kogba gira gira. 
mi o gba o ko gba gira gira o n gbogbo to luwa yo se fun mi ko gba gira ah you know in new york i won't tell you who someone came to me said pastor what you don't understand we 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 know that you are you are a man of your words but which political party are you going to use i said the one the one joseph used when he came out of prison Okay, where is your structure? I said the one Daniel used in Babylon. So we don't understand at all. You are confusing us the more. I said, ask Esther. How she became the queen of the land and Vasta was removed. He so we have never seen it in the world. We are not talking of Bible days. We are talking of now. I say, go check Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford did not contest the election with Richard Nixon, but he became his vice president. The one that was before was dropped. I'm not talking about your present situation. And then Nixon himself did not know that his days were numbered. <laughs> and there was Watergate scandal. And Gerald Ford, who did not participate in any election, became president of United States of America. But pastor, why are you announcing this thing? Can't you just keep quiet until later? I said, go read Jimmy Carter. The convention was just going on and he came to the convention. He had no matter. In fact, he had not been selected and he would shake his head. I'm Jimmy Carter. I'll be the next president of America. I'm Jimmy Carter. I'll be the next president of America. I'm Jimmy Carter. And he said, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy what? Jimmy what? The power of life and death on your tongue. If there's no declaration, there'll be no confirmation. We are not cowards or ruffians running a hopeless race. That which our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, and our hands have handled of the word come with me. I will see you at the top. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me conclude. The adversaries of the law shall be broken out in pieces. You are not the one to break them. Uh, somebody said, when you get back to Lagos, you better beef up your security. I said, it doesn't need to be beefed up. Because the name of the Lord is a high tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Do you understand me? Have you read some night before? He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Wherever you see the shadow, the object is not far. You try it, you will see how your arrow will come back into your belly. Try it. Monije Suni Baba. Monije Suni Baba. Monije Suni Baba. Monije Suni Baba. Konami. Baba ti moni konami. Omeni kongbododowo. Monije Suni Baba. Hallelujah. Let me jump too many scriptures. Let me just enjoy myself preaching the word. That's what I love to do. You can take it to the bank. I probably will be the first president preaching on Sunday. It may not be every Sunday. It may be once a month. But I'll still come to feed my father's flock. So that when I finish there, there will be life after presidency. And David left Saul to go feed his father's flock. He was already in the service of government when he was going to feed his father's flock. Whatever takes you to the top will sustain you there. Proverbs 22.2. Many more scriptures to quote, but this is enough for me. Proverbs 22 verse number 2. Ready? Read the rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. Say it again, read it again. Say it one more time. I've been telling you parables all along that you don't really understand. In 1993, I wrote this book, Operating 
in high finances. And it contains how many chapters? You want to know? 16 chapters. And then I wrote my mother's book. The woman who saw the future. Vital lessons my mother taught me. How many lessons? 16. There's something about this 16 that will either make you or break you. But in this book, written in 1993, in the days of SDP, will fail, NRC will lose, be cut off and swallowed up, the military will fall. Verdict 93, our God reigns. Look with me, sir. Part one, truth about finances. How many chapters? Four. Part two, breaking the poverty syndrome. How many chapters? Four. Part three, breakthrough to success. How many chapters? Four. Part four, living in abundance. How many chapters? Four. Four plus four plus four plus four is what? You think this is an overnight thing? It isn't. Go to my father's house and count all the steps. In that house that is now a museum, there are 16 steps. I knew for a long time, and I said it to those who care to listen. When that time comes, get ready. I will reach my goal and fulfill my destiny. I'm not going to hide now and say, and I really did not mean to say it that way. I meant every word. It was deliberately spoken. Page 11 of that book. The poor and the rich, God made them so versus the poor and the rich, God made them both. If you are not seeing from God's perspective, you will read your greed or your lack into God's word. Give me Proverbs 22, 2 again. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. Did he make them poor? Did he make them rich? He created a world of abundance. And he said before people, blessings and curses, life and death. And said, choose life. You can go and get the copy. If they still have it in the bookshop. If they don't get, uh, you can't afford to be poor. Jesus died to make you rich. If they still have it, go and get it there. Okay. Remember the day this book was presented here. Do you remember in 1993? Matthew Ashmolo was sitting next to me. People lined up. They wanted to buy the book at any price sum to give him extra money. And the Lord said, don't sell your books. Give it to everyone present. And everybody received a copy free. Matthew said, how are you going to recover the money? Spent over 10,000 pounds publishing it. He did. And I said, God who instructed me to give it out knows what he's doing. Well, because you receive it free, I don't think you have read and digested and follow what is written here. Maybe if you have read 16 chapters, 16 presidency will not be strained to you. Let's leave that alone. Say with me, the rich and the poor. The Lord made them both. He did not make them so. Every man or woman is the architect of his own fortune or misfortune. My sincere appeal to you today is to let grace distinguish you from the park. The Bible is full of stories of people who overcame life challenges by the grace of God. We call such people heroes of faith. Even in today's world, they'll be called celebrities of VIPs. These privileged individuals are so considered because they are blessed and highly favored by God. Indeed they are and there's no point being envious of such people. 
All you need to do is find out how they got to where they are and follow the same principle. God is no respecter of persons. He is respecter of principles. All men and all things are not equal. Not because God does not want us to have equal access to all that he has provided. But some by their own choices shoot themselves in the foot and complain about what has befallen them. Apostle Peter's declaration in the house of Roman centurion by the name of Cornelius already put this to rest. That God does not discriminate is not a respecter of persons. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10, verses 34 and 35. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows what? Oh, that God is not eye neck. And God is not the judiciary in Nigeria also. I was reliably informed there are two types of lawyers in Nigeria now. Those who know the law and those who know the judge. I hear a lady just saying they are not true. I hear. I just told you what I was told. I support the cashless policy of the government because it will reduce crime. It will stop carrying cash about. The reason you are loading your houses and vaults with cash is because you cannot account for the money. Any transaction that cannot go through the bank has key leg. God shows no partiality, but in every nation, does that include Nigeria? In every nation, whoever fears him and walks righteousness is accepted by him. The same goes for Apostle Paul. In his epistle to the church in Rome, in Romans chapter 10, give me verse 10. You can read from verse 4 to 13 for clarity. Romans 10, 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, this way I'm coming, whoever, does that include you? Yes, is that inclusive or exclusive? Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord overall is read to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The only story in the entire Bible where God had respect to a person and his offering and did not ex- extend the same acceptance to the other and his offering is the story of Cain and Abel. Genesis chapter 4. Verse 1 to 7. Genesis chapter 4 verse 1 to 7. Now Adam knew his wife. And she conceived and bore Cain. And said I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again. This time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain did what? Brought an offering to Satan. I can't hear you. Brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to who? Who did he bring it to? To the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering but did not respect Cain and his offering and Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. The first homicide in the Bible is around offering. 
children of the same parents conceived in the same womb. Each one brought his offering to the Lord. The Lord had respect unto one and his offering, but did not have respect unto the other and his offering. Does that show partiality? No. Or someone would say, well, we know why. Abel offered blood sacrifice. That's what God accepts. And Cain did not offer blood sacrifice. That's why God rejected. No, no, no. Read it again. Cain brought of the fruit of the fruit. Let's read it. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Is that an offense? Was he not a tiller of the ground? Did God expect him to go and buy sheep from his brother? The problem is not that he brought an offering of the ground, but he did not do it according to prescription. What is the prescription? Deuteronomy 26. Deuteronomy 26. And it shall be when you come, verse 1, into the land with the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and you possess it and dwell in it, that you shall take some of the first of all the produce of the ground. If you don't keep God first, he can't keep you first. Do you understand me? You shall take of the, of the first of the produce of the ground. Rather than taking the first of the fruit of his ground, he took of the fruit of the ground. Anything goes. And God said, uh-uh, those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me, I will lightly esteem. But even if you read partiality of any kind into this, listen to what God said to Cain when his countenance fell. Give me verse number 5, Genesis 4, 5. Because it shows no partiality. Listen to God. Verse 6. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And his desire is for you, but you should rule over it. What sin lies at the door? Sin offering? No. Sin is knocking at your door. He wants to come. The same way Jesus spoke to Peter. Simon, Simon, the devil has desired to have you so as to sift you, but I've prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. Cain, Cain, sin is lying at the door. He wants to have you, but you rule over it. Well, he opened his door, the door of his heart to sin to come in. And the next thing he did was to kill his brother. And when God said, Cain, where's your brother? He said, am I my brother's keeper? Tell your neighbor, you can't be your brother's keeper if you are your brother's killer. If Cain had only listened to God's counsel, if Cain had only received correction and followed instruction, he would not have ended a murderer. I told you in the course of this series that there are some people whose motivation for success is your envy. They are competing with you. And they do not notice that it's grace that is at work. They have no access to such grace. And rather than asking you, they are envious of you. And they pray something bad will happen to you. It is my considered opinion that all the rumor meal and things going around the vice president and this nation, the government must address this country and tell the plain truth about what's going on. Instead of giving people to continue to hazard guesses that are unprofitable for a nation or anybody. And if they don't want to say anything, then let them not say it, but stop this nonsense that's going on. 
you have a moral responsibility to account for the mess that is going on if you don't stop it. Cain had only listened to instruction, accepted correction. He would not have ended a murderer. Ask your neighbor, are you stupid or are you wise? Tell him, I'm not abusing you. I'm only asking a question. Are you stupid? Are you wise? I told you the story of my son. I hope he's not watching me now. I said, Shaggon, don't be stupid. And he came to me in the cool of the day. Dad, I don't want you to call me stupid anymore. Look at my grades. I don't want a day, the day to come when you say stupid and I'll say you are my father. <laughs> I said, son, I apologize, but please don't do stupid things. He said, okay, deal, we hold. Then he left. A few weeks after I did some things, I said, Shago, bring me the dictionary. He said, dad, I'm stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That was the day his deliverance began. Proverbs chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Let's see your portrait. Proverbs chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Ready? Read. Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is... I think that's enough. He who hates correction is... You don't need to fight anybody who hates correction. It's only displaying his stupidity. Examples of favored people abound in scriptures. Because of time, I'll give you a few of them. I actually have ten in my note. A few of them. Of people graced by God to excel. How do you explain, number one, Joseph's position in his father's house and in the land of Egypt? How do you explain that to anybody? It was the 11th child who became the firstborn. Hello? Did Joseph ever become the firstborn of Jacob? First Chronicles chapter 5 verse 1. First Chronicles chapter 5 verse number 1. Now the sons of Reuben, the world, the firstborn of Israel, he was indeed the firstborn, but because he defiled his father's bed, his birthright was given to the sons of Joseph, the son of Israel. Hello. Who was the firstborn? Who had the birthright? Why? Because the firstborn bungled it, it defiled his, brother, his father's couch. Are you with me? Yes, Say to your neighbor, birthright, birthright. is that according to, according to. genealogy? Is according to living right? Uh huh. Genealogy itself is not according to birthright, it's according to living right. How do you explain to anybody? That eleven son became the firstborn. Did Jesus ever say such thing before or anywhere? Yes, he did. So many that are last shall be first, and many that are first shall be last. Thank God he didn't say all that are first shall be last. Many is how you live. Is how you live. If all you have is a sense of entitlement and you are not you are not following how the product is formed. Or, or you are running after is a product, not a process, then forget about greatness. The word of God tried Joseph. 
And God brought him out of prison to become father to Pharaoh and ruler over all Egypt. I like the command of Pharaoh. At the mention of the name of Joseph, let all his bow. Was a type and shadow of Jesus Christ. Do you understand me? And I have said to you before, if I were Joseph, I would deliberately pass by the house of Captain Potiphar to see whether his wife was at home, to see whether she would bow or not. I'm talking about me. It's not in the Bible. <laughs> I won't beat her. I won't do anything. I'll just come out, tell the truth. Tell your husband what happened. Is it possible to talk about Joseph and not talk about the butler and the baker? Huh? They were both in the, cor- in the bedroom of power. The butler and the baker were both in the bedroom of power. They knew when Pharaoh ate, when he drank, and what he ate, and what he drank. You do not know that influence is greater than power. The people who stand by the president, setting his table, giving him food, giving him drink, they know more about politics than those who are in offices. There's a difference between the corridor of power and the bedroom of power. They were both trusted aides in the palace of Pharaoh. They were both operating the bedroom of power. They knew when and what Pharaoh drank and ate. And both became VIPs in prison. Both had similar dreams. Their heads were both lifted up. One to his former position and the other to the hangman's noose. You can read the entire story in Genesis chapter 40. Uh, All men are not equal. (laughs) You may all both have dreams though. The interpretation will not be equal. Let me go on. We are as Pharaoh's butler was restored. It was taken away from prison and restored into his former position. Nehemiah the butler was different. Nehemiah the butler walked out of his position to become the governor of Judah. And he was just a mere butler. He took permission from the king to go fix the broken walls of Jerusalem and to hang the gates thereof. And he became the governor of Judah. Honored, what's his name, the governor of California? Schwarzenegger. All he knew how to do was to lift weight. He came as a foreigner into America. Lifting his weight very well. He lifted that weight till he became governor of California. What do you know how to do? Set down a man diligent in his duties. He will not stand before mere men. He will stand before kings. Nehemiah frowned before the king. He said, I've never seen your countenance. He said, what is wrong? He said, how can I be happy? It is foolishness for anybody to seek power and not to know what to do with it. It's foolishness. It's madness. That's why you have some of our governors, they don't know what to do with power. Now they have secured it, they are now confused. How did I get here, God? How do I appoint my commissioners? If you know what to do, you hit the wrong running. Because you, are, you would have been prepared for it. You have not only integrity, you also have skill. He said, the place of the tomb of my fathers have been desecrated. Oh, king, I wish you would release me from my labor here to go fix the world, hang the gate, and I'll take time to come back. But I need this from you. The queen is sitting by his side. I need for you to give me a letter to the kings and other places and the governors to give me wood so that I can build the citadel. Read Nehemiah chapter 2. So I can build the citadel and then the, 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 the temple. The citadel was where he would live. Anybody building citadel here? <laughs> it's a prototype of new Nigeria. Yes, built in time of recession. Yes, without compromising our values. 
to show the world that in times of famine, you'll be satisfied and you will laugh at famine in the name of Jesus Christ. Nehemiah the butler became the governor of Judah. I don't know any other book in the Bible except Malachi where you will say, oh Lord, remember me for good. Oh Lord, remember me for good. Oh Lord, remember. He kept on saying, oh Lord, remember me for good. He sent out of ministry those who are bastardizing the priesthood and restored order into the worship of God. And yet, he was a butler. Can you tell me what catapulted David into power? Can you? He was the eighth son who became the firstborn. It's not my word. Read for Samuel 17. Say, <laughs> David was the son of Jesse the Bethlehemite, a man who had eight sons. <laughs> I'm not sure you get that. David was the son. Of a man who had eight sons. God forbid that I be a spectator in the, in the things of the kingdom. I want to be a stakeholder. He became the son. Amen. Listen. Listen. Listen to this. Those of you who, who love the mountain of government. And who aspire to influence and to change your society. Until the kings of the mountain give you access. You can do nothing. I am not sure Vice President Oshibaji was a party man. I'm not sure he was there when APC was being formed. I moved the motion for the merger of APC, of CPC and, and ACN at the Eagle Square. He was not anywhere there that day. In fact, I can tell you, he went to Supreme Court that day to go and argue cases when they were looking for him. Oh, you're not getting this. Moniko Bagira Gira. Kogbagira Gira. One day I will tell you the story of what transpired that night. <laughs> Until the kings of the mountain give you access, you cannot do anything on that mountain. But when they give you access, you must know how to carry yourself upon the mountain. How did David get access into the mountain of government? He was delivering groceries. He was not looking for kingdom. He was delivering groceries to his brothers and to their captain when Goliath suddenly came out. And everybody, including the king Saul, went into hiding. And David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? By the time he killed Goliath, he had access into that mountain and he never left it again. Oh, I've been on that mountain for a while. I've gained access. You can't kick me out because I know how to carry myself on that mountain. I didn't apply to be running mate. I was minding my business when I was called. They gave me access into the mountain. And you can't check me out of the place. Mm-mm. For it shall come to pass afterwards that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be on top of all the mountains and above all the hills, and all nations shall flow into it. Do you understand this? Now, when they give you access, don't abuse them. Just show them the standard of the kingdom. And when your mentor becomes your tormentor, behave yourself wisely. <laughs> Say that with me. When your mentor becomes your tormentor behave yourself wisely mm-hmm. how, how do you how do you think David became what he became mercy of God that's all how did Nehemiah become the builder of the citadel favor of the king that's all give me some 89 verse 1 to 4. Psalm 89 verse 1 to 4. I will sing of what? I can't hear you. I will sing of what? 
David wants to show you is access to power and to all that God did for him, in him, and through him. I will sing. Forever I will sing. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Forever I will sing of the mercies of the Lord God. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Psalm 89, verse 1. Psalm 89, verse 1. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord for how long? With my mouth will I make known your faithfulness to how many generations? To all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall establish in the very heavens. I've made a covenant with my chosen as one to my servant David. Your seed I will establish forever and build up your throne to all generations. Wow. Wow. See what that mercy did in the life of David. Verse 19. The mercy and the faithfulness of God. See what it did in the life of David. Verse 19. Then you spoke in a vision to your holy one. And said, I've given help to one who is mighty. I've exalted one chosen from the people. I've found my servant David. With my holy oil, I've anointed him. With whom my hand shall be established. Also my arms shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not outwit him. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Every David on the mountain of politics in Nigeria, the enemy will not outwit you. In the mighty name of Jesus, not the son of wickedness, afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him and in my name is heard. His government shall be exalted. Now, it's one thing for God to extend his mercy and faithfulness to David. It's another thing for David to respond to it. How did David respond to that mercy? Psalm 132. Psalm 132. Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. How he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob. Surely I will not go into the chamber of my house. Or go up to the comfort of my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes. Or slumber to my eyelids. Until I find a place for the Lord. A dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. Listen to me friends. God did not ask David to build him a house. David began to dwell in the house of Cedar. In Second Samuel chapter 7. We know how he came by the house of Cedar. In 1 Chronicles 14.2, it was the king of, of Tyre that came to build him a cedar house. He did not stay in the palace of Saul. He did not take the title deeds of Paul's palace, Saul's palace, or his land. He gave them all to his son, Mephibosheth. But someone from a foreign nation built him a house. And when that house was, he perceived that God has exalted his kingdom on night for the sake of his people. You are not in power for your sake. While dwelling in that house of cedar, he said, I, I know my former address, the cave of Adullam. 
the wilderness of Sheba. See, God has promoted me. I'm now dwelling in the house of Sheba. How can I tolerate the covenant, the ark of the covenant of God of Israel dwelling in between quarters? I will build God a house. He tapped into mercy. Tapped into faithfulness. He had no money when he said, I'll build God a house in 2 Samuel chapter 7. Because it's in 2 Samuel chapter 8 that he conquered territory after territory after territory. And he took all that he took from them and dedicated it for the house of God. The way you respond to God is the way God responds to you. I will have mercy on who I will have mercy. But if you, oh God, help me this one. All men are not equal. All things are not equal. But the reason you are where you are is the, is the choices you have made. Look at how David responded to God's mercy. I will not give sleep to my house. The temple will not be named after him. But he made provision abundantly for it. Do you understand me? And it's called the temple of Solomon. He made provision for it abundantly. But guess what God is building in the last days? Is I'm going to raise the tabernacle of David which was broken down. Because the simplicity of it brought everybody into the presence of God. There was no high priest going to the Holy of Holies once a year anymore. Everyone can appear in the presence of God because God loves people. Can I hear? Amen. Psalm 89 verse 19. When David said, I will not give sleep to my eye until I build God a befitting place, it will be called the palace of God. Most I said, the house to be built is not for man. It's a palace of God Almighty, First Chronicles 29. When he, when he yearned for it, listen to what God said to him. Psalm 132, verse 11. Psalm 132, verse 11. The Lord has sworn in truth to David. It will not turn from it. I will set upon your throne the fruit of your body. If your sons will keep my covenant and my testimony which I shall cheat them, their sons also shall sit upon your throne forevermore. Verse 13. Verse 13. For the Lord has chosen who? Zion. He has designed it for his what? Dwelling place. This is my resting place for how long? Forever. Here I will dwell for I have desired it. I will abundantly place a provision. I will satisfy a poor with bread. I will also clothe a breeze with salvation, and I say, shall shout aloud for what? For joy. There I will make the horn of David grow. I will prepare a lamb for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but upon himself his crown shall. So see David's response to God's loving mercy. He didn't take it for granted. Something is very clear in my spirit about the Citadel Project. None of you, no one in this ministry, and no one among those connected to us will blame us for not giving them opportunity to sow into this one lifetime legacy project. Nobody. At the end, when God gives return on investment, you will get your own just reward. We're not going to compel you. You know, before I left the country, I told you we needed to pay 300 and something million. 336 million. I said, but God will make a way. It looked like it would not work, but it was paid on Tuesday. The project will not stop. I told you it will not stop until it finishes. It's a faith project from beginning to the end, number one. Number two, it will not stop until it finishes. Number three, we will owe no dime when it is dedicated. Do you understand me? Keep on. Mm. David responded to God's mercy. God made a way for him. David did not have money stored up anywhere. Read 2 Samuel 7, read 2 Samuel 8. It was after he said, I will build God a house. That the conquest after conquest after conquest after conquest began to take place in his life. How many of you really want to bankroll God's kingdom, God's, the gospel, the plans? I'm not talking about physical building. I'm talking about your life that you become a force to reckon with. There is plenty money in this planet. Too. I greeted Elijah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Dangote. 
at the Bill and Melinda Gates Forum. I was so glad to see an African, a Nigerian, my own brother, sit on such platform as partner with equal respect for each other with Bill Gates. And he said, he said, I learned simplicity from Bill Gates because when we met and I saw how simple he is, I decided I would give a chunk of my own wealth also to charity. I came down to greet him when he finished. He said, yes, I was right. As I came into the hall, I saw your picture on the screen. I said, is that that Pastor Bakari? Is he here? But I composed myself. Then they flashed you again. I didn't know who was flashing me. Because I sat in a corner, minding my own business, taking notes, and studying how great nations are made. There are 17 point agenda for serious nations. We hugged each other. I said, well, we will need to go and translate all this back at home. How many of you are ready? How many builders are here today? How many destroyers are showing their hands? You are a destroyer if you are part of the problem. If they offer you bribe, you take and you offer them bribe, you are part of destroyers. If your uncle became a local government chairman, he was living in face me, I face you before he got there. And within one year, he has built a house in Lekki and you are going there to dedicate with him. You are a destroyer. <laughs> Banana Republic. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, God will owe no man, owe no man. Any, debt. any debt. It is what you sow, you will reap. Prioritize God. So that will prioritize you. Listen to me. I'm just trying to show you that all shepherds are not equal. All butlers are not equal. One was restored to his position. One became a governor. And look at David. He was a shepherd boy. Taken from following the sheep to come and shepherd the nation. And you are confused. How can a pastor be desiring to go into politics? Shame on you that you have not read your Bible. That the government is upon its shoulder. That we are kings and priests. And we, com- we have combined anointing upon our lives to fix nations of the earth. That we are sent into the nations to change them inside out. That we have an assignment as the salt of the earth. To stem the tide of evil as light of the world. To bring illumination to the pathways to make a nation great. Say to your neighbor, all butlers are not equal. All shepherds are not equal. David was a shepherd who became a king, but Amos was a shepherd who became a prophet. Just find your own level and fulfill your own destiny and start competing and envying people. How did Esther become queen? Because of her vital statistics? Because of the perfume she wore? The Lord granted her favor. That's all. He had favor with those who were preparing her. He had favor with the king. She became a queen through favor. How did Mordecai get his own promotion? Association with a favored queen, that's all. <laughs> By the time Mordecai will be introduced as the uncle of, of Esther the queen, the house of Amon was passed to her. You don't have to struggle. For, you see, all you have been taught in the church is in order for you to reap, you must first sow. That's outer court. The birds of the air, they don't sow, they don't reap, they don't gather into a band. Your heavenly father feed them. His outer court. There's a second dimension of the love harvest. I'm sending to reap where you do not bestow labor. Others have labored, you enter into their harvest. They will be the owner of the platform. They will be the owner of the structure. They will be the owner of everything. They say you are the one we want. 
what structure did VP have? What structure? SEN structure? Professorial structure? No. When it is time, it's on their platform you will stand. Ah. Give me Ecclesiastes 2. That just dropped in my spirit. It's not in my note. I think it's verse 26. Ecclesiastes 2 verse 26. I want grace and favor to distinguish you from the pack. Ah, Ecclesiastes 2 26. Ready? Read. For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. But to the sinner, he gives a work of gathering and collecting that he may give to him. Who is good before God? Let them continue to gather. <laughs> what do they call it? They say, they say, what, what, what chest? Let them gather it all. By the time they gather, they collect, they will give to a man who is good in the sight of God. And say, <laughs> what distinguished Daniel from the park? Favor. Yes, he purpose in his heart, but God granted him favor in the sight of the eunuchs. And by the time he, he purposed not to eat, when he purposed not to do that, God gave him wisdom to the power of ten. Do you understand this? How about Mary? Was Mary born into royalty? Huh? You're not answering me. Was Mary the mother of Jesus born into royalty? Luke chapter 1 verse 46 Luke 1 46 and Mary said my soul magnifies the Lord go on sir and my spirit has rejoiced in God my savior for he has regarded the lowly state of his maid servant for behold, henceforth, all generations will call me blessed. What was our state? Lowly state. Condescend yourself to men of low estate. God has given you two hands for one purpose. One hand to help yourself, one hand to help others. It's only wicked leaders that say it is lonely at the top. Because if you take people up with you, you will not be lonely there. Do you understand? God has considered the lowly estate. How did she become what she became? Prophet Isaiah said, that virgin we conceived. There, virgin. God had a specific woman at the back of her mind. And when the day came, Angel Graber showed up and said, fear not Mary, you are found favor in the sight of God. Noah found grace in the sight of God. Is there anybody seeking God's face today? Nothing separates you from the park like grace and favor of God. My prayer for you today is that favor will distinguish you. The grace of God will distinguish you from the park. In the mighty name of Jesus. All men are not equal. All things are not equal. May you have your own right position. And when you locate your right position at the right time, with the right strategy and right priority, you'll be the right man for the job. Amen. Some space has been created waiting for you. In the name of Jesus. And you'll step into it with God's grace and God's favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Here is my closing shot for today. Psalm 102 verses 12 and 13. All men and all things are not equal, but grace and favor can distinguish you from the pack. And I want you to cry unto God for favor. But you, O Lord, shall endure for how long? I can't hear you. And the remembrance of your name to all generations. Verse 13. You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the sad time has come. When we landed in America, my wife and children would remember this. And we bought our first car. And they said, what plate number do you want? I said, sad time. I paid for it. I said, sad time. I do deliberate things. Set time. I said, in all the years that my children will spend in this country, they will not take student loan. So that they can return home and not go into servitude. Say set time. 
the Kairos season of God is upon you. May my God favor you. May you stand above the park in the name of Jesus. In this season, as we enter the last quarter of the year 2019, in the name of Jesus, God will single you out, distinguish you from the park. He will grant you favor of God. He will grant you favor of men. I want you to say today, I receive as part of my blessings the favor of God, the favor of men. Any tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, grace will single you out. In the name of Jesus, favor will surround you like a shield. It is true that all men are not equal. All things are not equal, but you have a place created by God for you to stand out of the park. This is the set time for you to accomplish that, to experience that in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and praise his holy name today. Thank him for his mercies. Thank him for his kindness. Thank him. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Worship him. Adore him. Glorify him. The one who is surrounding you with shield like favor. That we favor like shield, I beg your pardon. Surrounding you favor like shield. The favor of God. The favor of men. Thank you, Father. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye Bye for for now. now.